just so many business podcasts out there. How can I possibly know where to begin? Here at Intrepid Business, we are about stripping away all of the usual boring fluff and instead focus on showcasing real people doing real business, achieving amazing things. The ones truly changing the world, the instigators making a dent, the people changing how we do sales and marketing, leading innovation, the people redefining leadership. But who are these people? Why do they do what they do? How do they do what they do? Find out on Intrepid Business. And now, here are your hosts. All right. Good morning and welcome back to Intrepid Business. I am your host, Todd Schnick. This is going to be an important, impactful conversation. A lot of us don't feel like we win enough. And, and I think uh, today's guest is going to share some insights, a new way of thinking, a new mindset to help us achieve a higher degree of success. Looking forward to the conversation. All right. And we're joined this morning by Larry Wydell. He's a longtime executive and has built a large organization in the financial services space. Uh, Larry, welcome to the show. Thanks so much, Todd. Glad to be here. I'm glad to have you. Thanks for carving out some time. You're also the author of a new book called Serial Winner, Five Actions to Create Your Cycle of Success. So we're going to spend some time talking about this new book, Serial Winner. But before we go there, Larry, take a few quick seconds and inform the audience a bit about you and your background. Well, I'm what they call an Air Force brat, moved 27 times by the time I was 21 because my father was in the military, and they like to bounce him around the world, and wound up at Georgia Tech, got a degree in building construction from Georgia Tech, and I guess the second one from my family to ever get a college degree, went and built 100 houses in the north side of Atlanta, and early 70s, the economy went sour, and so I had to find a new industry, and wouldn't, I just couldn't get myself to settle for any old job. And again, the economy was down, not a lot of great jobs anyway. So I went on an extended period of food stamps and unemployment, looking for something I could get excited about. Found that in financial services uh, since September 75. That's the industry that I've been in. And fortunately got in with a lot of super successful people who were able to show me the ropes. I knew there was big money in sales and sales management. Of course, I did not have a clue and wasn't any good at, didn't have those skills, but I had people who could show me and step by step, I was able to become, you know, get to survival level. And then I got to where I was really had some astounding success, expanded up to North Carolina as one of the first expansion offices. And then from there, we had some much success recruiting, training, and developing people that we wound up wound up with an organization all over the uh, North America, really, coast to coast, Canada. So it's uh, very rewarding. And then over the years, I found out I accumulated a lot of information about winning because uh, not only myself starting from scratch and learning a whole new industry, but training these, you know, the people who came up through our system and helping them learn the ropes. It allowed me to be to get to where I could communicate, not only knew how to do it, but could communicate it. And that's where the book came from. And again, that book is called Serial Winner, Five Actions to Create Your Cycle of Success. So let's get into this, Larry. But let me ask this question. I always ask my guests who have authored a new book this question. So I'm not picking on you, but it's a, it's always interesting to see how my guests answer a question like this. Uh, but if you go to Amazon and you search for books on how to be successful, there's probably going to be hundreds, if not thousands, if not tens of thousands of books on success. Why did the world need Serial Winner? 
That's a good question. Number one, most of the books, no, no offense. Everybody tries to do their best, but most of the time, people that are doing things like yourself don't have time to write books. And books that are, writing books for someone who's in the talking people communication world is a totally different skill. It's uh, like chewing your food five different times. You know, we like to speak and communicate when people get it, you know, you move on. And so real world people usually don't have time to do this. I came into a situation in my life where I was had the opportunity to spend some time and it dawned on me, why don't I take the time to do it? Most of the books are written by people who mean well, but they've never really done anything great themselves. And so their interviewers from Dale Carnegie to Napoleon Hill do great work, great stuff, but they're interviewers. It's like going to the zoo and interviewing a gorilla and thinking that you understand how the gorilla thinks and operates internally. You know, they can kind of get it, but you find that it's kind of at an, you know, again, no offense, but it's like at an amateur level. And even up to today, through some of the biggest and most successful, most of them have not, they don't come from the streets. They don't come from having to do it themselves. And so that's why I thought originally there was a uh, place for this book, real world knowledge. Basically, you have a lot of that information out there, but it's not really professional level. In other words, put it to you in a way you can use it and actually go to the streets and make something happen. So I thought I had value. And then what happened you know, I wanted to write a do-it book, not a theory book, not a technique book, because people learn tech. The purpose of the book was to help people break out of the thing of always learning, never doing. You know, I wanted to create a, put some information out there that could greatly simplify things, streamline things in people's minds where they could get themselves mentally organized for success. So it's, it originally started out as a do-it-big type book, but as I went through the steps, I found out there was a cycle there. And then once that cycle of success revealed itself, we realized we really had something special and unique that the book about how to go from success to success, and not just in one area of your life, but in all areas of your life, that book had not been written. And so that's where Serial Winner came from. I love it. I've never had a guest on the show take on Dale Carnegie and Napoleon Hill in one interview. That's outstanding. All right. So help the audience understand what exactly is a Serial Winner. Serial winner, somebody's going through life, achieve, you know, staying in charge, moving forward, adjusting to what happens to them, not becoming a victim, accomplishing the things they want to accomplish. And they, they're people who are in control of their life to the extent that finances, health, opportunity allows them to do it. They're not people. They're, they're can-do people. They go through. They're overcomers. It's like in the Bible and Revelation, it talks about the overcomer. Serial winners are overcomers. We all have negative things that allow us to turn, you know, to get feel sorry for ourselves, feel like victims. The world's against us. I didn't have any the advantages other people have. But a serial winner understands that hard work is the great equalizer. And it's not what happens to you. It's what you do and respond to what happens to you. And then there's no such thing as a perfect plan. You've got to adjust your way through life. And serial winners are people who go from success to success, not just in one area, because you can't really be a winner in your life if you put all of your eggs in your business and then your personal life goes down the toilet and you've got nightmares there. It kind of unravels you know, with your family, your personal life. And, you know, serial winners are people that are pursuing the life that's inside them that they feel like they were uh, put on the planet to live. 
And I think we all have a purpose and satisfaction comes from achieving that purpose. Some people it's in business, some people it's in charity work, some people it's in, you know, helping kids in the sporting arena. And, it, you know, there's all kind of callings. Some people it's, it's in music and entertainment, but whatever is inside you, your fulfillment comes from achieving that thing. And only you know what's really important to you. And serial winners are out there moving forward in their life, accomplishing the things that they're uniquely uh, driven to do and capable of doing. And so it's a very fulfilling way of going through life that goes way beyond making money or standards that are fame or standards that other people might have. You know, it's way beyond putting trophies on a trophy case. It is living the life you want to live and staying in charge of your life. In the second half of the show, we're going to go through item by item what you call the cycle of winning. But uh, before we go to break, quick question. It sounds like you think anyone can do this, right? You don't need to have an Ivy League education. You don't need to have a Kennedy-esque family name and, and, and thus all the requisite uh, connections that come with that, right? This is, this is for anyone. This is for anyone because the deal is only you can live the life you were put here on earth to live. And of course, you can do that. Of course, you can be successful doing that. What unlocks it is when you learn five simple skills, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. All right. Larry Wydell and I will return after this short break. We'll be right back. This is Wes Moss, former host of Atlanta Tech Edge on NBC in Atlanta. I'm here today, though, to talk to you about my new digital financial advisory firm, Wella. Well, is an old English word that means wealth. Several years ago, my team realized there were too many people who needed help with their financial strategy, but couldn't get the help they needed because they didn't reach the high investment minimums of many financial advisory firms. To answer this need, we developed Wella, a digital platform that allows us to help people just like you get free financial advice and tools to better manage their finances. We also offer online investing and the ability to work with your own investment advisor with no minimums. Learn more at yourwella.com. That's Y-O-U-R-W-E-L-A.com. All right. I'm back with Larry Wydell, the author of Serial Winner, Five Actions to Create Your Cycle of Success. All right. So let's talk about that cycle of success or what you call the cycle of winning. What exactly is that? Well, it's going from success to success in your life. Uh, you know, we're not here forever and the clock is ticking with all of us. And you got to make things, if you don't move forward in your life, nothing is going to happen. No one's going to bring you the answers in the life you want, you've got to go out there and get it. And that's really the obligation and the joy of being an independent adult in a free society. You have the freedom to go after the things in the life you want. And so it starts with, you've got to decide, you know, there's no reason to wait. There's no reason to philosophize about it. What do you think about the most? What turns you on? What would you like to get started on? And what industry turns you on? What are the things that are important to you, you know, for making money or where you want to live or other activities that you want to get involved in? The deal is, you know, do a little research, get some information and then jump in because a lot of these things may not be exactly what you thought they were. And you might want to shift once you get involved in it, you get a little more information. Then you might decide, well, I want to shift gears. This is not what I wanted. I want to go, you know, make another choice. And you make a course correction there. But if you, until you get started, you might uh, like say, have it a business of your own. And I want a business of my own. Well, 
let's get going. Get started on that. And then you might find out, no, there's just too much hassle for me. I'd just rather uh, let somebody else have the problem. Let me just do a good job. And I just don't want that pressure. Well, you're not going to know if things like that are right for you until you jump in. So that's kind of the way you kick this off, Todd. Yeah, well, it's like what Seth Godin says, that too many people just sit around waiting to be picked. And what you're saying is don't hesitate, just decide. And, and as you said, some people fear making a decision because then they think they're committed. And adjusting this as you go is obviously a big part of what you're talking about here. So, all right, so deciding is the key first step. But then the second step is overdo it. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, you know, this whole just do it, do it, we all hear. The, here's the trick. The catch is that we all underestimate what it's going to take to do something new, like building a house. I don't care how many times, you know, I've built 100 houses coming out of Georgia Tech. You always, unless it's the same, you're building the same floor plan over and over and over again in the same spot. When you build a new floor plan, you always underestimate what it's going to cost. And then you can build a buffer in there, and then that's not enough. You know, you look at the government, they're going to build a stadium, a bridge, a highway. They always have cost overruns in the military with a fighter jets. And the reason it's just you don't know what the time and money these projects are going to take until you actually get in and do it. So what happens is if you make a half-hearted effort, you wind up failing like people when they start New Year's resolutions. And they'll say, well, I want to get in shape. I'm going to go to the gym three times a week. That should do it. Well, when three times a week doesn't do it, they say, well, it's too much work. I'm not good enough, whatever. And they give up where maybe if they said, I'm going to go four or five times a week, or I'm going to, you know, not only go to the gym, I'm going to work on my diet. I'm going to get some other stuff here. And they, they launch this get in shape program doing everything they can think to do to be successful, they put a timetable on it. They give themselves little benchmarks to achieve. Well, then now they got a much higher likelihood of achieving success because the bottom line is whenever you want to do something great, you've got to tell yourself the reality is you're not going to be a, you're not going to be good enough to do it if you piddle around. Half hearted effort is not going to take you to anything great in your life. And so you don't want to just kind of do it. You want to overdo it. Well, in my experience is even when I initially think I'm, quote, overdoing it, I always come to find out that it's still not near enough. And, and so it sounds like it's got to be a mindset adjustment here that you always ought to be thinking about pushing the envelope a bit and really pushing that out. Because even though what, what may feel like this is ridiculous, uh, ultimately is probably still not enough to get where you want to go. And it's just got to keep pushing yourself. So fascinating thought there. All right. So the third element of this is what we touched on a minute ago, and that's you don't really quit, but you just. So walk us through how that works. What happens is once you launch projects and you get into a project, you need to know things are going to go wrong. Plan A never works. And for people who are not used to being in charge of their life and are kind of timidly, you know, launching out, trying to be successful and don't know this, you know, they don't have the mindset, right? When things go wrong, the natural thing, a thought that pops in people's minds that brings them down is, I'm not good enough. I should have not tried. You know, I shouldn't have even tried it. What was I thinking? This is going to take too much. And this is not supposed to happen. God is sending me a signal that this is wrong. And uh, they just give up. They talk themselves out of it when what they need to do is to make an adjustment because things never go uh, perfect. If you're trying to drive to work in the morning 
and there's a traffic jam or the you know some kind of a you know traffic's not moving you look for to get off that interstate and find another way to the office and that's the way you got to approach pursuing things you want in your life when a roadblock comes up you don't say i quit i shouldn't have decided to go to work today life is too tough you say what's my next option and then what's my next option and what's my next option and you don't quit but people when they're timid until you get some success in life the easiest thing or when you're moving into a new arena and you're you know you're not really convinced that uh, you can pull it off it's so easy to fall into that pattern that, well, this is not working out, I need to give up, when all you really need to do is to make an adjustment. So that's a mindset. Once you learn that, don't quit when things don't work out perfectly. Nothing works out perfect in life. So you say to yourself, you know, let's move, let's take a plan B. Yep, yep. All right, the fourth element to this is finishing. So a lot of people will start. I mean, there's the world's full of people who start stuff, but the difference is uh, most people don't finish. Uh, so walk us through that concept. One of the biggest tragedies is people, they get 98% of the way and then they get, they uh, their mind starts to wander, you know, and you need to realize that's a danger for all of us. That can happen to anybody. And when you're Launching out on something new, you got to say to yourself, once I get close to the finish line, I'm going to be more focused. You know, I'm going to have my lock, my focus on that finish line. I'm not going to start debating whether I should even start the project or uh, if it's going to be worth it. You got to realize as you uh, get close to the finish line, it's like climbing a mountain. The air is thinner. You don't think is straight. You know, you're more exhausted. You get, you burned up resources getting to that point. And at that point, you don't want to start a self-analysis, a reanalysis, an assessment of whether or not this is a good project. You want to just tell yourself, we'll do that later. Right now, I'm going to finish because I did not climb up this flagpole to get the prize at the top to get all the way within a foot or two. And then to just kind of lose focus and lose my grip and slide all the way back down to the bottom where I've got to start again. Once you get close to the finish line, focus and finish. Got it. All right. Now, if you've been listening to Larry through the duration of this conversation, he has said time and time again, uh, the, the key here is to help you achieve success upon success upon success. And I think this fifth stage of this uh, cycle of winning is critical to this element in that uh, they're, you know, we're thinning the herd here a bit, but those who finish, a lot of them don't ever do anything again. And they say, well, I had one success, but I, it stalled. My life is stalled. And I think the key to that is the fifth element, which is this notion of continuing to improve. Do you agree with my assessment on that? Yeah. And the thing is, there's two things about it really stand out. That is, if you keep your eyes up, you find as you go through the finish line, all kind of new opportunities are going to open up for you because you did finish. It's like when you climb a hill. You Once you stand on top of that hill, then you get a chance to view all of the opportunities that are on the other side of that hill. Like when you you started this radio uh, program, you probably had no idea. Uh, you know, you was like, let's make it work. It was probably a, a dogfight. But once you got it going and once you had some success at it, you know, I don't know your world, but I'm sure all kind of new opportunities have opened to you because of what you're doing here. And that's well, I got to talk to guys like Larry Wydell. <laughs> 
and I wrote the book and I get the chance to talk to you. So, <laughs> See you how know, this works? Yeah. I mean, you know, you never you, you never know what's on the other side, but there's always bigger and better opportunities once you get past the one in front of you. And the other deal is whenever we finish, whenever you win anything, let's just say, you know, you you did it. When we look back, none of us do that by being perfect. Usually we win in spite of ourselves, you know, things went wrong. And if you focus, if you keep your focus on the future, as you're going through that finish line, you're, you know, you're enjoying the fruits of your labor and the victory and you're celebrating, you say, we did it, unbelievable. If you'll take your time to take a minute and just itemize the things that didn't go perfect that you could have done better or the people around you could have done better. And you say, you know, we're going to improve those things as fast as possible because that's going to set us up for even bigger success in the future. It's the people who don't focus on improving that don't repeat their success and really start to slide back. Because in life, life is like a sharp knife. It's not going to stay sharp unless you work to keep it sharp. And in life, you either grow or you uh, fade back, you die. And so that's the way it is. If you're not trying to sharpen yourself up and to improve, you're going to start losing your edge and it's going to be very tough for you to repeat that success. All right. On that note, uh, we are out of time, Larry, uh, sadly. Before I let you go, how can people contact you to learn more about the work you're doing and uh, contact you should they have questions? And most importantly, where can they get their hands on a copy of Serial Winner? It's at Amazon and Barnes and Noble and all of the uh, standard places. It's out October. You can pre-order it now. It's out October 20. And you can locate me on primarily at WidellOnWinning.com. All right. Larry Widell, the author of a new book coming, Serial Winner, Five Actions to Create Your Cycle of Success. Larry, it was a pleasure to chat with you. Good luck with the book and I appreciate your time. Thanks so much, Todd. Best wishes with the program. I appreciate that. All right. Well, that wraps this conversation. Again, on behalf of my guest, Larry Wydell, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Business. Intrepid Business.